Mr. Grinch, you really are a heel. You're as cuddly as a cactus, you're as charming as an eel, Mr. Grinch. This morning with Stacy Bratzel and Daryl McIntyre on 630 Chat is brought to you by Abe's Door Service, where service is their specialty. Visit abesdoor.ca. You're a monster, ah. Mr. Grinch. Mr. Grinch, you are embodied. The embodiment of inflation, the oh. high cost of living. Yes, the price of food. The price of everything. Shrinkflation. That seems like such a grinchy thing to do. Oh, yes. I love your Burl Ives there. That's good. not Burl Ives. Is that Burl Ives? No, no. Who, does, who does the voice Burl for that? Burl Ives is, a little bitty tear let me down, spoiled my act as a clown. That's Burl Ives. Who does the voice of the, I, I don't the remember who voiced the Grinch. And right. we're not talking Jim Carrey either. No. But, uh, yeah, our budgets are shrinking kind of like the Grinch's heart. It's so small. <laughs> well, <laughs> our, guess our what? Our budgets are not growing like at the end of the movie. Where we're not he alone. finds the spirit of Christmas. You can find the spirit of Christmas without spending a lot of money. And it looks like that's what uh, the majority of Canadians are doing. Nearly 80% of Canadians said in an Ipsos poll conducted for Global News that inflation and rising interest rates have had a significant impact on their holiday mm-hmm. budgets. Sean Simpson is the Vice President of Ipsos uh, Public Affairs. Good morning, Sean. Good morning. Good morning. Oh, there you are. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you just missed the first little part about that. Uh, great to have you here. Appreciate it the, the the time. What kind of questions were being asked for the for this survey? Because you know, I'm curious. Is it simply are you going to spend less or more? I'm trying to figure out how uh, you know how 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 clear a picture we get out of this. Well, it's pretty clear that the intention is to spend less. Uh, it was a yeah, fairly simple question. You're going to spend more or less about the same as you did last year. 29% of Canadians will spend less compared to only 13% who intend to spend more. And 49% say that they will spend about the same amount as they did last year. Now, the, the, um, the truth is, of course, that if you're spending the same as last year, given inflation, given shrinkflation, as you mentioned, uh, that likely means that your money's not going to go as far and you'll have fewer gifts to give out this season. Let's talk a little bit about um, in terms of travel. Are people going away for Christmas or are they cutting back on that too? Yeah, that seems to be another area that's getting the axe. Two in ten Canadians uh, plan to travel this holiday season, which means eight in ten plan to stay home. Uh, now, we know that over the last couple of years, revenge travel has been a thing in Canada. Meaning revenge that, travel. You know, yeah, over the course of the pandemic, uh, people weren't able to travel. They may have saved up a little extra money uh, because they weren't spending on discretionary things, and so they were spending all the money on travel, going all the places they weren't able to go. And now we're seeing that, well, most people plan to stay home as another way of uh, combating uh, inflation and the, and the higher cost of living. Um, and um, uh, so it, it's not just uh, presents that are going to be cut this year. We might have a re- reduction in presents, meaning that families aren't getting together, friends aren't getting together for that, those holiday reunions. There's a big difference between intention and, and actual action. Mm. So I understand there was even an element uh, in this survey that uh, talked to people about whether they're worried they might get carried away and in over their heads. 
Yes, and you're right. Intentions don't always match reality. Um, half of Canadians um, are, are concerned that they might not have enough money to buy gifts for loved ones, and half uh, are worried that they might get in over their head mm. with holiday spending. That's up 15 points from last year. Very significant increase. As you say, people intend to spend less, but it, it's not that they want to give fewer gifts. It's just that that's what the budget can afford. And so when the desire and ability are in conflict, some people will reduce the amount of gifts, other people will overspend uh, what they originally budgeted to spend on on holiday gift giving. And so I think there's going to be a lot of people come January who aren't impressed with what happened over the the previous couple of months when those holiday bills start to come in. Uh, And there's almost a sense of of, uh, anxiety or fear in, in these data where Canadians are trying to keep the lid on things, but they know perhaps from past experience that it, it's, it doesn't always happen that way. Are there generational differences on how people are planning on spending their money? Oh, very much so. Um, the the key driver here of attitudes is age. Uh, the younger you are, the more likely you are to be you know concerned that you're going to get over your head. The more likely you are to be uh, uh, to to say that you've you've not been able to save over the course of the year. Uh, older people generally have a little bit more money than younger people. They're less concerned. But the group that is the most concerned overall are parents. If you have kids in the house, you're freaking out because you've already been spending more on clothing this year. You've already been spending more putting food on the table this year. And now you're expected to put gifts under the uh, under the tree. And um, there are more gifts for people with kids than for people without. So they're the ones who uh, are sort of most nervous, most anxious about what the holiday season might bring for them. Oh, and you know what? Obviously, there's, there's individual finances, there's family finances, but there's also business finances. So mm-hmm. this has to be some pretty sobering news for an awful lot of businesses that really rely on either on travel or on special meals or on uh, the retail. There's got to be a lot of concern among the, uh, the business community over some of these uh, these numbers, I would think. Oh, I, yeah, I would have to think so. You know, Black Friday is, is so-called Black Friday because it puts businesses in the black. It's when they start to turn a profit because of all the holiday spending. It might not be so black this year. It might be some ugly color of brown because those uh, expectations uh, aren't uh, aren't being met. And, you know, when, when businesses start to, to fall short of their expectations, um, they spend less, consumers spend less, and the big R words starts popping up into the vocabulary more more frequently. Yeah, we've been you know threatened by this R word for a really long time now and it hasn't it hasn't come. When we talk about the difference in generations, what about differences on which side of the border you live on because everything that I've seen from the United States, they're going to be spending more this year. So why yeah. why the difference? Yeah, there seems to be a, a, a disparity between the economic situation in, in the United States and in Canada. And I would say that there's a little bit of a Canadian exceptionalism happening right there. If we put these results in the broader context of our global poll, and we, we know that Canadians are second most concerned about inflation in the world out of mm. the 30 or so countries that we poll in. And inflation has become a proxy just for cost of living. Our inflation rate is actually not, you know, all that high, you know, around 
again, in, in Turkey and Argentina, where, you know, our data are tied with from a public opinion standpoint, you know, their inflation rates are closer to 100 percent. So, you know, what is it about Canada that is causing them to feel this way and more negative than almost anywhere else in the world? And it, it's that there's this confluence of, of issues. It's not just inflation. It's interest rates that are as high as they've been for 30 years or more. And it's that we have a housing crisis and then everybody, whether you have a mortgage, you're paying more, uh, whether you're renting, you're paying a lot more. And, you know, inflation is just almost the tip of the iceberg of the broader uh, cost of living crisis that we seem to be enduring here in Canada. That's fascinating. Merry Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. But you know what? We, it's not all about the gifts, right? No, that's what, I think that's, that's what maybe some Canadians are, are coming to realize. Are, are they doing in, anything in particular, Sean, do you know, to sort of cut back on the budget? Yeah, they are. They're, uh, you know, some are trying to avoid uh, using their credit cards uh, leading into the holiday season, maybe so that there's room to use them. Others are cutting back on things like dining out or other forms of mm-hmm. entertainment. So all these little things, you know, people are increasingly over the last year giving up the things that they want to do in order to be able to afford the things that they need to do. That, mm-hmm. that discretionary income is, is being reduced. Good to chat with you this morning, Sean. Thanks so much for your time. My pleasure. All right, Sean Simpson is Vice President of Ipsos Public Affairs. This poll done exclusively for Global News about people cutting back or intending, at the very least, to cut back this yeah. Christmas. Do you know what I'm doing? What? I'm making a lot of my gifts. Oh, lovely. I am. Anyway, I don't know if they appreciate all of the gifts that I make. She's a maker. I bought, you know, you can go to Michael's and you get beads for really, really cheap. So I'm making like little bracelets and each one is tailored to whoever I buy. So, I don't know if my family's listening, but, um, you know, <laughs> one bead will represent their daughters, or and then one bead will represent their dogs, you know, their dog. Um, so, yeah, and then I write a little note, and it's personal, and, and I also am making this honey whiskey, which is off the charts. <laughs> If you don't like the gift, here's the booze to get you over it. The best gift that my brother-in-law gives us, and Adam, if you're listening, we love all of the gifts that you've given us, but I love his barbecue sauce, and he's made um, spice rubs for us, mm. and I am I love that. Very nice. I use it, and it's you know it doesn't sit in a closet or, or a drawer. And, and some effort and love put into exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. I love that. So you, you don't have to spend money. You can spend money. I, obviously, the kids, you're not... You're probably not going to make a toy or anything like that, but if you could, that'd be great. But maybe, you know, when all the other sort of gifts that don't go to your kids, uh, you can sort of cut back on and maybe do it yourself. It's a cool thought. Yeah. Start now. Start early. It's a DIY Christmas. We're back in a moment. A couple of other suggestions of what you can do. I have a bracelet for you. Lovely. This morning with Stacey Bratzel and Daryl McIntyre on 630 Chat, presented by Abe's Door Service. With 24-7 emergency service where you speak to an actual person. Visit abesdoor.ca. Hey, good morning. We're rolling up on 650 on this morning with Stacey and Daryl Morley, too. Uh, we were talking about cutting costs and maybe not spending as much at Christmas time. Uh, Tyler jumped in on the text line and said, just before the pandemic, my family switched to a secret Santa with a price ceiling. Mm-hmm. And the only person that gets more than the ceiling is my 10-year-old niece because, well... She's 10. She's 10. 
And yeah. Santa still stops by for her too. Oh, but yeah, okay. that, that's another way of yeah. doing it. You do a secret, or you pull names or whatever, and it just makes it more reasonable. And you don't, you know, the ten dollars ceiling doesn't really cut it if you're buying for everybody. But you can do a hundred bucks for one person. Mm-hmm. Totally different kettle of fish. Or if you do what you do, oh. <laughs> Stacy, this stunned me. Okay, this is amazing, and I don't know in your community whether you have this, but there is a, a Facebook site in St. Albert called Upcycling St. Albert, and you have to be a resident of St. Albert to get onto this. And people are giving away so much cool, great stuff. Like I got a mirror because there wasn't enough mirrors in this radio station. I'm, I'm a TV person. I need, radio. I need. Yep. I need to see. You were. What I look like. You're not there anymore. <laughs> so there's, there's. I, so I just put it in search of a mirror, and I had about four people saying, "I got a mirror. Come pick it up." I also needed a food processor because mine broke. I'm like, anyone got a food processor? And somebody's like, "Yeah, I barely used it. I'm downsizing. Come pick it up." Because it's better than throwing it out and wasting it. So that's the the driving force is people don't want to waste something. Are you paying for these? No. No, it's upcycling. It's free. Go get it. It's the transfer of stuff to other people. And so people will say, I just cleaned out my basement. Who wants all this stuff? And they put pictures and somebody says, I want it. I want it. And some some of the stuff is really good. Let me tell you. The one that blew my mind, though. Please tell me about the one. I've never seen this before. They bought like an apple pie. Like a Costco size apple pie. A Costco size and said, we can't eat the rest of this. Who wants it? I don't want to freeze it. I don't think the apples will hold up. Mm-hmm. Who wants the other half of the and pie? And people said, I'll take it. <laughs> what surprises you more, that people said you'd take someone else's apple pie or that someone couldn't finish an apple pie? <laughs> uh, that somebody was going to take this. And then another post uh, just a couple of days ago, uh, somebody said, I made too much chicken penne Alfredo and I won't be able to get to the leftovers. Enough to feed two. Who wants it? Pick it up. And people said, yep, they're coming to get it. So uh, it's, you take risks with that, obviously, <laughs> yes. in terms of, 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 of health. But people want it and need it. And people are offering it. I can't it's believe there. the food thing. The food thing yeah. blows me away. The rest of it, I understand. Yeah. There's a take it or leave it spot at the dump. So sometimes you're taking stuff, mm-hmm. you know that somebody might be able to use it, so you leave it in that spot instead of throwing it in for the, the rest of the crowd. So I get that. And you want it to go somewhere. But food? Ooh. You know, pass the bed bugs in a mattress before I'm doing that. Well, yeah, I, I guess you trust in the neighbors, and there's they have names on it, so you can track down this person and say, oh, by the way, there's rat poison in it, <laughs> which I'm oh, sure geez. there won't be. No, there won't. There be. There is a way to track all of these people, and so you, you know, you'd think kindly of your neighbors, but uh, yeah, it kind of surprised me as well. But there is obviously a need and uh, um, a want to give as well. Instead of throwing out yeah. food, is there anybody who really wants this? And there are. There. On the text line, Sherwood Park has upcycling too. And yes, lots of food on mm. the upcycling site. And I know they're like, I, I bought this this thing at Costco and it's I don't like it. Who wants it? But it's not necessarily prepared food. It's like boxes of chai or something like that. Costco has such a great return policy. I guess you can't return a half-eaten pie. <laughs> <That> <laughs> I guess that's one thing can't. you can't do. <laughs>